What's up? What's happening? What's, what's happening? What's going on? Everyone? I'm Ryan McGettigan, your host of the Best Sport Podcast. To the man left of me is Christian. How you doing today, man? What's going on? Oh, I'm I'm peachy keen as always. I should find a new descriptor. Always peachy you re- keen. You really have to get new adjectives, man. Yeah. How are you? Are you gonna say I'm good? Do- great. I'm doing no. Actually, wonderful. I'm doing. I'm doing well. Oh. I'm doing well. I had a good Easter weekend. Are you a steak or something? You're doing well. Am I well done? No, I'm actually medium rare. Um, I had a I had a good weekend. Good Easter weekend. A lot of food and a lot of work actually. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that wasn't the fun part. But yeah, you got a move coming, right? I do have a move coming actually. Um, for all the viewers out there, I'm actually moving to Frederick, Maryland, this Saturday to start working with the minor league baseball team there. So I'm really excited for that. I'm looking forward to it. Um, I don't, unfortunately, I don't know if we can shoot many episodes while I'll be down there because yeah, I'll we'll be have focusing time. This will this will be the new setup, the virtual setup. We'll, I got we'll definitely my, have my my third co-host <laughs> right here. This guy. Yeah. Yep. What's that guy's name? In inform all the listeners. I I obviously know his name, but what's yeah? His name? Do you know his name? Len, call yeah, Len, Lennox. like Lenny. Yeah. No, it's it's Linux, like L I N U X. So we finally get the yeah, correct pronunciation it of it. That, yeah, I mean, he knows his name, but like, whatever, he's a cat. It's cool. Yeah. Um, Do you think he'll respond cool, to me cool, if cool, I say it over Zoom? Cool, 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 cool. Sure. Linux. Oh uh, no, he's too busy looking out the window. Yeah, Linux. Ah, yeah. There's stuff going uh, on outside. All right. <laughs> all right. Anyway, you know. Topic for today, SAT, ACT, and all that fun stuff applying yeah, to college, basically this is, the college board process. This is the, the high school, the high school era, you know, if we can remember exactly. that long ago. But I feel, yeah, like gonna... we, I, feel, I feel like we should have wore our high school sweatshirts instead of what we got on right now. Yeah, that's true. I mean, you wouldn't know if I was wearing our, a high school sweatshirt anyway. Well, I mean, it it looks kind of navy. In our I got colors the mega face yellow and it black. Is navy. So, <laughs> yeah, you're right. But yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna talk about SATs, ACTs, like applying to schools, and then you know talk about those good old the high school buds and whatnot. Oh so, boy, those high school buds. Mm-hmm. They're gonna get you. <laughs> yeah. So the the SATs and the ACTs. Um, how many times did you did you take them total? I took the SAT, I, I want to say three times. Yeah. Um, I think I took it once in my junior year and twice in my senior year. Um, and I actually never took the ACT um, because mm. they say for the most part, the ACT is optional and it doesn't really weigh that heavily into your college admission. Um, so I figured it wasn't really worth it. It was just going to be another $75 that I had to pay. Um, to take another test. Um, but yeah, yeah, the SAT, I ended up taking three times. And I think the second time was my highest one, which was like a 1600. Um, Before which obviously, when it was on I, a scale of 2400. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, back then it was on 2400. Now it's at Maybe we just shouldn't tell anyone. Perfect score. Just leave no, it as yeah, a big yeah. flex. Yeah. Let people think I'm a brainiac. Um, but no, I, I think the second time was my highest with a 1600. So, which was, I mean, decent for back then, obviously. 
Um, but Christian, how many times did you have to take it? I know you took the ACT. Yeah. I mean, I like the ACT it's optional, but I think it's like, um, it's like an either or like they'll take the SAT or the ACT. It's not like one has value over the other. Um, and I did better on the ACT, I think, relatively speaking, because it's a little more, I think, like math and it's like half math and science, half reading, whereas the SAT is like two thirds reading, writing um, and a third math. And I'm, I'm better at the math and the science. So I, I ended up doing better on that. Um, and I took the SATs twice. I probably I feel did I take it once or twice. I really can't remember. I don't know. I guess I took it once. I must've been happy with my score, but um, yeah, I know a ton of people who did. It was really interesting. They did prep and it's definitely worth it to take it as soon as possible because even though junior year, you might not know a bunch of the stuff that you'll know senior year. It's just nice to see your scores improve. And yeah, you never know. Maybe you just get lucky and you really vibe with one test. Um but I, yeah, I know some people who did tutoring and they saw their scores go up like a couple hundred points. So yeah, I, I took both. And um, I, I mean, I like the ACT better. Um, it, it's tough because it is stressful studying for it while still doing all your other courses, you know? Um, so yeah. I, I never, I never knew it was an either or it, it, you could take the SAT or the ACT and still mm -hmm. get in or did it, it didn't matter on certain schools. Like did one school favor the ACT more than the other? I don't think so. I think all the, the applications I noticed um, it would sort of say SAT or ACT option. Like you had to have one of them. Um, and usually they would take, yeah, whatever your like relatively better score is because it's sort of like an IQ test. Um, I mean, to some extent, like there are right and wrong answers in this, but it's sort of like an IQ test where it, there's no definitive proof, you know, like you might've been sleepier this day, or you might've been more stressed out this day, or you might've just known these, I mean, they don't have history questions, but you just might've known these topics better or these stories, you know? So um, it definitely pays to take it more times and even, yeah, trying out the different ones. Um yeah. Did So did you feel like you took it three times, you know, your last score wasn't like, it wasn't too bad, but obviously it's out 2,400. So it wasn't, you know, like perfect. Um, you know, neither are my scores, like not even close, but did you feel like they affected your, uh, your college admissions process a lot? Like where you even looked at going um, or where you ended up applying and like, maybe you did get in or didn't get in. I mean, personally, I feel like the SATs um, and the, the ACT, the test scores are really downplayed. You know, I, I remember all the teachers saying, oh, well, it's 50% those really, but then it's 50% extracurriculars and whatnot. And I don't think that stat was correct at all. I mean, if you're an athlete and you're getting recruited even for D3 or D2 schools, then sure, it's 50% curricular. You know, they don't want someone who literally has zeros on the test. Um but they're going to recruit you. Uh, at least that's my take on it. What do, what do you think? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't really feel like that was the case where it was 50, 50. Um, I thought they, well, I, I thought they definitely took the extracurriculars into consideration, but they weren't really weighed as heavily as the, the SAT scores, the ACT um, or your GPA from high school, even. Um, <clears throat> excuse I think me. it's a tiebreaker, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, my the SAT it, it definitely kind of persuaded me against applying to some schools. 
um, because growing up my big dream school if i can make a reference to one of our earliest episodes my big dream dead. school was You're dead man come on was the university of north carolina um and as many of you people know it's a very intellectual very smart school only the brightest of the bright get in or if you're not the brightest of the bright only the best of the best athletes get in i was really neither of the two um i was kind of middle of the road student jack of all best, trades master of none in, you know not the best in athletics yeah i'm a jack of all trades you know i gotta have one subtle flex in there um but yeah i and i i ended up getting i think like i said a 1600 on the sat and at the time i think the admission to get into unc was like a 1800 1900 some somewhere in that range to get the unc um and I, I saw that on the college board and I thought, no way, there is no shot I'm getting in here. Why would I even, why would mm -hmm. I even try to apply? It would just be a waste of an admissions fee. Um, so I, I went with mostly safe schools, like, you know, obviously Towson, Temple, uh, New Haven, all that. Um, so I, I feel like if I did a little better on the SAT, I probably would have been more confident in, applying to that UNC or that uh, Notre Dame or like Duke or something like that. Um, but I mean, I, I was content with the schools I applied to. I didn't have any gripes against them. So. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I would even sort of say the reason I was sort of getting at that is my tip. Um, but I didn't know if you, you felt differently is I, I almost feel like it's worth it to do one less extracurricular or do one less sport or like do one less thing and spend that extra time just studying the SATs because yeah, getting an extra 200 points on your SAT scores, which you can definitely, that's so doable. If you just do like a thousand practice, like if you just do like two practice questions a day for a year or something like that, um, it's definitely doable to get another 200 points. And yeah, that might be the difference between getting in like that. That's probably hundreds of schools that you probably wouldn't have gotten into. And now you are, you know, well, and, and on the flip side, college colleges, I think, always want to see students that are more well-rounded. They want to see students that not only are good in the classroom, but are good outside. They sometimes volunteer in their community. They are on that hockey team. Um, they do fundraiser events, all that. And they want to see a student that's more well-rounded that will benefit them not only in the classroom, um, and not only in the, in those four years, but will give them a mm. good reputation for life after graduation. Um, I guess so. So so as they can say, look, we look Ryan McGettigan, Christian Morris, they're so successful. We bred them for these four years. Yeah, I guess, but that's sort of what I'm, what I'm getting at. I, I feel like that's just like that's what they say. Like it can't hurt to put this extra work in to do like, I, yeah, I did the community service stuff and I like, I played sports on and off. Um, one thing I, I did think was good that I heard was it's better to be really dedicated to one club than like half dedicated to a bunch of clubs. Um, I did hear that too. So that that's, I, I definitely think that makes sense, but I don't know. I think if, if, if you're to have no clubs, no community, nothing except your academics, but um, I guess we should go by the new scale. You know, we keep talking like it's 2,400 still. But yeah, if it's, it's on a scale of 1,600 now, 
I think um, if you're to have like a 1300 and no clubs, no anything like institute of club sports, everything um, you focused on the SATs, I, I think that's better than a, uh, you know, having like an 1100 with a bunch of clubs and whatnot. I, I think 99 out of 100 times, the person with the extra 200 points is going to get get in before the person with the 200 less points, but all, all those clubs is going to get in, you know? So I feel like they tell you because, yeah, it's a great, it's great for tiebreaker um, stuff, you know, where there's that middle range, that gray area. Um, but like you said, I feel like if you're not a great athlete where you're not sort of there for a scholarship, that doesn't really matter. The community service and the athlete, it's all, I feel like it's all tiebreakers personally. Um, I think the test scores is like really important. And even the school I went to, I know they had like tiers and depending which range you were in for your test scores, you would get uh, like an extra couple thousand dollars a year or something on your scholarship. So, you know, even then it, it was definitely so worth it, you know, cause the school I went to, I think everyone gets in. I, I don't even know if they, they decline people aside from like their certain programs, they have limited spots. So that's um, why you want there. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when no one, when in doubt, and the truth um, comes out, but, uh, you know, they gave me a scholarship and it was already a cheap school. And I know people who got more money than I did because they had even an extra hundred points. Um, so yeah, everyone gets in. What's the point of all those clubs and stuff? The clubs don't affect the scholarships. The sports don't affect the scholarships. In fact, they're D three. So they literally can't give scholarships. Um, so I think when it comes down to it, like academics is, is the most important thing when they like, I feel like a lot of the time for us, it was made out to be 50, 50, but I think it's, it, it, it's like 85%. Maybe it's super important unless you are uh, a, a top class athlete being recruited. I think academics is the determining factor for most of the important things for admissions. Going back to your original point about um, you took the SAT. What was it twice? You said I, I once or twice. Yeah. So you took it once or twice. Did you kind of, this will be a question going, kind of going off the trails, not really exactly kind of dedicated to what we're talking about, but did you feel that it was, I don't know, sort of better to take the SAT in a certain time of the month, like in November versus April or, or time of the year, I should say time of the year, but in November versus April or like, I, I, I don't know. What's, what would you say about that? I don't, I don't have any conspiracy theories on that. It, it, it seemed the same. I think, I, I think I did take it twice. Um, and I think the difference was like 20 points or something, you know? So I probably learned something in my classes or from taking it the first time. Um, but it was like such a small difference. So I, I did you like do, it, did you do any SAT prep? Well, I had a, a book of all the questions and I just like did not make time to go through the book. You know, I don't know. I, it was one of those things I definitely should have prioritized a little more, but I think I was just sort of like, I'm happy you're not doing this. And I, I think I'll be fine um, because I knew I wasn't applying anywhere crazy. Like I got into all the schools I applied to, um, but, you know, the amount of scholarship I got did sort of determine which one I went to. So maybe I would have went to a completely different school if I like got higher SAT scores, got some better scholarships, um, but everything, you know, worked out anyway. Um, 
but uh, yeah, why do you, do you feel like it was harder in the seasons or is that just a conspiracy theory you always hear floating around? I, uh, yeah, I, I think that's just a conspiracy theory I always hear floated around. I, I just wanted to ask your opinion of that because, um, I again, I just hear it buzzing in my ear. Um, but I know for me, I the first time I took my SAT, I didn't have SAT prep going into it. I mean, you all schools, high schools all around, they take the what is it, the pre SAT, the PSATs or whatever it's called. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just the PSAT. Yeah, 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 yeah that, that acronym, whatever it's called. Um, so yeah, the first time around, I didn't have any formal SAT prep, um, and then the second time, I actually did take SAT prep because my parents wanted me to improve my scores and they wanted me to to have it look better on a college application. Um, I felt that it didn't really help out that much, though. It was kind of a waste of time. Um, How often did you do it for? So this SAT prep I went to was, I think, a week. Um, and it was like for, I don't know, for like five hours a day. Um, like I said, for a week in the summer. Um, and yeah, I, I didn't really feel it helped that much. My scores actually went down. Uh, the second time I took it after I did that SAT prep, I think the first time I got like a 1550 and then the next time I got like a 1480, something like that. Um, it's because the season, it was harder the second time. Because in the season, I, I think actually, I think I took the second SAT in November um, and that's, hey, maybe that's why my score was so low. Conspiracy theory still out there. Illuminati does exist. Um, yeah, I guess anyway. it would make sense if it was harder in November, then you yeah. feel like you can do better and you take it again, I guess. Maybe. Maybe there's that seasonal affective disorder coming into play there. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're generally sadder during the cold months. Yeah. Um, and then I took the, I took another, the same, actually the same SAT prep going into the third time I took the SATs. Um, and obviously that's when I got the 1600. So I think I tried to focus, buckle down in that SAT prep, actually take it seriously this time around rather than just blow it off and say, why the hell are my parents sending me to this? This really doesn't make a difference. Yeah. Um, it's probably yeah. sort of like how cramming is really good for a test the next day, but it's not good for learning long-term. So it's probably better. Like the people I know they did once a week and it was like a one-on-one tutor. I don't know if your thing, it sounds more like it was like a class. Yeah. It, um, it was more in a classroom setting. Um, I think there were 15 kids in that little room we had. Yeah, and it was see, actually- I think that's the type of thing where, yeah, you need like a, a tutor who can sort of be like, mm-hmm. who can see like, oh, these are your weaknesses, you know? Um, yeah, I, I probably would have benefited more from that had I had a tutor, but, you know, it, it, it was what it was. <laughs> it is yeah. what it is. It yeah. is what it is. So, and then we started talking about applying to um, your schools. Did you, was it like a long process for you, like picking the ones you wanted to apply and then actually applying? Like, did you have to write a... Um, like a letter of intent or something for each? Yeah. Yes. For each school, I had to write a, le- a, um, a, a letter. You said a letter of intent. It's something like that. It's like a, why yeah, do you want to well, go here essay? But right. It, 
Exactly. Kind of like a cover letter for a job mm-hmm. application. Yeah. And then you um, see ones that want like three pages for that. And you're like, I didn't really want to go there anyway. You know, exactly. And then you see ones that only require like 300 words and you're like, oh, OK, I can bang this out in five minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, no, applying to schools, it really wasn't that long of a process. Um, I think each school application probably only took, what, 10, 15 minutes max. Um, because I knew the places that I want to, wanted to apply to. I, again, going back to a couple episodes ago, I, I knew for a fact that I didn't want to go to any in-state schools um, because a lot of people from our high school went to those Temple, Westchester, Penn State schools. Um, and I knew that I wanted to be far away from my home state, and I knew I wanted to be far away from my parents, uh, but not too far where I could still ask them for money and all that and go home on the weekends if I needed to. <laughs> oh, man, come on. You so, couldn't bring up all the other other nice things they do for you first. Yeah, so I, I kind of – it was weird. I kind of picked a neutral location. Um, I think it was like Baltimore or something like that. I don't know. I, I just threw out a location, and I drew – I did the old school thing. I drew a circle on the map. It's kind closer of like to Outer Banks. I get it. Right. Exactly. I drew a circle on the map of like, you know, any place within like a, a hundred mile or like 150 mile radius of here, I'll apply to these schools. Um, and then going back to my earlier point of sifting through all the schools and seeing what their requirements was were and how they had higher SAT requirements or lower SAT requirements. I didn't apply to the higher ones. Um, And then that's how I got to apply to the, what did I say, five or six schools that I eventually ultimately applied to and got into like four of them. So, um, but yeah, the, the college board process didn't take a while. I think, so going back to my point of, how there was like a $45 application fee. Um, I think that was required by every school. Um, or no, I'm, I'm sorry. It was required by most schools um, for the application. For others, you didn't have to. Like it, yeah. for like Temple and Seton Hall, I didn't have to pay. It, so it I, think the school, I think the school sets that. It's not like a standard thing. So it just depends right. how much it costs them to hire their admissions people. Um, yeah, that's that's what it was. You're right. You're right. But applying, I thought, was really annoying if you had to do it on the school website. But if it was on the Common App, it was great because it was sort of like when you fill out job applications um, and you apply all these different places, and every time you have to put like your name, you know, your employment history, your school history. Sometimes you can set it up and it auto populates and whatnot. But a lot of time you just have to fill all this stuff out. Um, But the common app was great. And there were so many places that on there, at least I remember that they let you apply for free. So it's like, you sort of just might as well do it's like five clicks. Sometimes you have to do five clicks and the 200 words um, why you want to go there. And then, you know, you'll hear back from the school and maybe it's a school you're like, ah, I don't know, like maybe I want to go there. But like then you like get money from them and then you visit it and you're like, oh, why not? Um, or a lot of schools, if you visit them, they'll give you a application waiver. So that's like a life hack, too, or something you can call and ask about like, oh, I went to an admissions day. Can I get an application waiver? Um, and I don't know how frequently they'll say no. Uh, but I know it's a thing that they do frequently 
because yeah, it's like if somebody cares enough to call and they really want to apply, then why not? Um, Write that so down, you, kids. Write that down. Application. <laughs> so you have labor. options. You know everything. It's always so nice to have options, um, especially if yeah, it's an option that you know, like I didn't apply. I only applied to like five schools or something like that. Um, but if I would have applied to like Westchester and they would have been like, Oh, we'll give you like 20 grand and tuition's only 30 grand a year. Maybe I would have been like, Hmm, I kind of like Westchester a little more now, you know, let me visit it. Um, so I think it all comes down to dollars and cents, dollars and cents, dollars and cents. They make the world go around. So I heard there's no fun fact and that's a fact of the day, but you might know there isn't, there isn't our alternate uh, segment to talk about. There is no fun fact. That's very disappointing. I know you viewers and listeners love the fun facts of the day, but we still do have the would you rather questions. And Christian, I promise they're going to be more fun, I guess is the word you can call it, than last All right. week. I, I don't want to stand in the sun. You I don't want to stand in the sun. I do well, not want to stand in the sun. We can talk about this in, in post. Um, but Christian, would you rather live 30 minutes away from your work or school, but not have a car? Or would you la- rather live an hour away from your work and school and still have a car? Uh, definitely the hour, a half hour is, is far. Um, I mean, half hour is only 30 minutes. Well, so it's a half, 60. is it a half hour walk? So it's so uh, say walking distance would be five less minutes. So like uh, if you live 30 minutes away, but you didn't have a car, it would be a 25 minute walking distance. And then an hour away would be a 55 minute walking distance. Wait, how does that work? How, how come I can drive there in an hour, but I can walk in 55 minutes? I, uh, let's say you're a fast walker. <laughs> <laughs> Just answer the damn question. Come on. Christian. Okay. Well, I, I, I would definitely, if, if I'm having to find a way to drive 30 minutes without a car, that would be, that would be so awful. A hundred percent. Like just having to do that on a consistent basis. So I would definitely take the hour commute, but have a car. If it was like 30 minutes walking and I didn't have to like arrange a ride or anything, maybe I would do that. Although up here in the Northeast, like, in the morning you you don't want to be doing that no it's it's not fun Mm-mm, and christian you had to do that for high school <laughs> get up yeah, in the morning sometimes. and walk to school but you did obviously it wasn't that far from your house i did it was probably a 30 minute walk yeah i usually walked home yeah it was it was chilly and those really those uh you know nice catholic school uh lovely knit sweaters jealous oh of those kids nowadays they get to wear quarter zips mm. Do they? Yeah. What? They're nice too. They're like that sort of recycled plastic. They're re- they're really nice. Very jealous. Kids these days have it so easy. Having perks and getting better it. lives. Ah. I'm sounding like an old person. Kids these days have it so easy. They really do. <laughs> Christian, would you rather watch the entire Marvel series from start to finish with no bathroom breaks in between, like no bathroom, no food breaks in between, no nothing. So for like a day and a half. No. Right. Actually, or, or be buried longer. alive for Richard. 50 hours. Oh, okay. I see. I see. 
Yes, Mr. Enter Mr. Beast. <laughs> I just can't use the bathroom, or is there a no, a pee you, bucket you, as Mr. Beast nope. would put it? There, there is. There would be bottles, but they would only be like I don't know how many bottles did he have? Three or four in the video? <laughs> you, but you you can't go up to get food. Like you can't answer your phone, anything like that. You have to watch the movie and pee in the bottle. I mean, I I would probably rather be buried alive because I would rather not get a kidney infection. Believe it or not, personally, that's a no for me, dog. But you would be crammed in that tight little box for 50 hours. Do you think you could really do that? Uh, I mean, if somebody held a gun to my head and said, you got to do one or the other, you know, <laughs> I have to make it work. Yeah. I mean, yeah. If I have a, a whole Mr. Beast set up, but I don't know why would you rather watch the Marvel movies and not be able to move? You think you could do that? Oh, Are you I, allowed I, to adjust your position on the couch. Yeah. You, you can adjust your position on the couch. He eventually shifted positions in the box, um, but it was very tough obviously because you're in a little square or a trapezoid coffin a trapezoid. I, I don't know what's what's the actual shape of the coffin it's it's not rectangular it's a coffin shape it's a coffin shape coffin. okay all right we're, no it we're has officially a dubbing special a coffin name shape. it has like a very weird special name probably i don't know maybe not yeah. though because it's just like a a five whatever it doesn't matter it doesn't yeah. matter I would watch the Marvel series. I am such a huge fan of Marvel Marvel, and watching the entire series start to finish would be amazing for me. Well, yeah, me too. But if you're saying for like two and a half days, you got to not acknowledge any other aspect of life aside from that, you know? I don't know. I don't know. I think I could. Christian, the, officially the shape of a coffin is hexagonal. So we were both. It does around. have five sides. So it does have sides. five sides. Six sides. But like I so don't agree that, with me. That was wrong. Six. Six, six sides. Oh, but I, yeah, I, how I, low were like, our SAT scores again? <laughs> low enough. Low enough. That's gonna do it for this episode of the Best Four Podcast. Thank you all for tuning in and right. listening. We'll Keep see you with, with high school friends to be continued another time. We'll see you next time.